Hello and welcome to the East Baltimore Graffiti Church's podcast. We are so excited to have you join us today. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at ebgraffitichurch at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on our website at ebgraffitichurch.org. Amen. So the title of this message that we're going to be talking about today is Don't Run From God, But Run To Him. And I got the book of Jonah. So do anybody here like running? Not used to. <laughs> yeah, you like running. I like, I tried running track in one in high school. was wasn't for me. wasn't for me. You know, I quit because uh, because it was nothing. Like I played sports. I played baseball. I played football. I played all that. But it's like you didn't realize you was running as hard. But track is like nothing but just run. It's like I was like yeah, I can't do it. So, but. How many of us know, like, if you play the game of, like, tag or freeze tag or something like that, that's nothing but running as well, correct? But it seems like you have unlimited energy when, you, when you're playing those games. You're just running from someone else, trying not to get caught. And if you get caught, because why? Because you don't want to be it, or if you're playing freeze tag, you don't want to be frozen. So it's just like you have unlimited energy to try to get away. Um, but today, we're going to go ahead and look on uh, the book of Jonah. So many of you may know the story. Um, Jonah, but for those who don't, we're going to highlight some few things um, in this book. So Jonah was a prophet. Um, you can, yeah, okay. Yep. Jonah was a prophet. God told him to go to Nineveh because he wanted him to preach the message there uh, because there was a lot of wicked things going on in that city. So John, God told Jonah to go to Nineveh. But instead, uh, I kind of try, oh, maybe I didn't highlight it, but I try to highlight it, say Jonah ran away from the Lord, verse 3, and he headed for Tarnish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarnish to flee from the Lord. All right. So, let's see. Let's see what Jonah had to do here. So, Jonah was fleeing for the Lord. So, Jonah, he had to go to Joppa, Right? After he went to Joppa, he had, um, he found a ship at the port. Not only, had to pay, not only did he find a ship at the port, he had to pay a fare to get on that ship. And then he sailed to Tarnish. So, if no one realized what just happened, we put a lot of effort into running away from God than we put serving God. Go to the next slide. Um, then we do serving God. We find every excuse when it is something that we don't want to do. We will spend money to get away from it. We would, um, don't, I mean, we will spend money to get away from it. We would avoid it at all costs just so we won't have to get along, get to, just so we don't have to do it. And it reminded me of like a GPS system, right? So it is though, it's like you put in something, you put in a destination in the GPS system and it takes you the fastest route. Now, when you go to that fastest route, now let's just say you put something in there like avoid tolls. It what? It makes your route longer. And then let's just say that you put in avoid highways. It makes your route even more longer. So the more excuses that you put into uh, trying to get away to what's called, it just makes your journey longer before God actually gets you to that destination. Is 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 it's inevitable that God is going to get you there because he called you to do it. But us making excuses and try to flee from God 
just makes our journey to get to that same destination a little bit longer. Now, let's go back to Jonah. So after Jonah, so after Jonah had fled the, the tarnish, um, while he was in the boat, a big storm had happened. And so a big storm has happened. And when he was in the boat and he was on the storm, everyone was panicking. Trying, well, everyone was panicking and pretty much calling on their gods, as you see in verse uh, four. But Jonah was asleep. He was in he was he was in below in the deep sleep. So then the captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. So then the sailors said to, the, to each other, come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for the calamity comedy. They cast lots and then lots fell on Jonah. So they asked him, tell us who is responsible for making all this trouble for us. What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? He answered, I am a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and dry land. This terrified them and they asked, what have you done? They knew he was running away for the, from the Lord because he had already told them so. The sea was getting rougher and rougher. So they asked, what should we do with you to make the sea calm down for us? Pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied, and it will become calm. I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. So this, this shows you that Jonah running away from what God has called him to do started to affect other people that he was with. It can happen to the same way for us as far as when we don't follow the things um, that, we are, uh, that we are called to do, we can affect others in great, in great manners. Um, it may not be something direct, it may not be something that we will actually see, or we can either hurt others on the other side of the fact that Jonah didn't go to Nineveh in the beginning affected the people in that city that was waiting to hear God's message. So the things that we do in our action that we, that we do after God has called us somewhere can affect other people in great manners besides our own personal um, agenda. But so why do you think Jonah didn't pray to God? Or when he was asleep, why do you think he'd go to sleep instead of praying to God? He didn't because he did not want to. He was running from God. So why go to something you actually is running from? When you don't want to act, when you don't want to get caught and you don't want to be reminded of the fact that you are called to do something, you want to stay away from that person as much as possible. You want to avoid that person, which is why Jonah decided to go sleep instead of calling on God. And after... After they, after they throw him into the sea, okay, yeah, so after they throw him into the sea, you can go to the next slide, um, Jonah was found himself into another predicament. Jonah found himself inside of the belly of the world. The Lord has provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly for three days and three nights. So Jonah had then found himself into, the, into another situation. So um, we go to the next slide. And when he when he found himself in a when he, when he found himself in a uh, tough situation, when you flee from God, you can put yourself in a tough situation. When you flee from God, God's plans and follows God's plan instead of following your own, it can end badly. So Jonah began to find himself in, in, in a lonely place. He began to find himself um, in the belly of the world, to where the, in the belly of the fish, to where he had no choice but 
to pray to God. He had no choice but to turn to God. He had no choice but to, I mean, he was in a place of loneliness. Um, which, goes, which goes to my, my next point is, with Jonah being in the belly for, he was in a lonely place, he began to pray to God. Sometimes God has put you or us in a lonely place in order to get our attention. So God has to set us aside from the worldly place in order for us to actually realize that he is talking to us, for him to actually realize um, he, he, he exists because we can get so caught up within our day-to-day life or day-to-day action that don't really focus or call on God. Um, so praying to God in our low places help us see the true goodness of God. Um, so the, the, the entire, I didn't put chapter two up here, but the entire chapter two is Jonah prayer to God while he's in the belly of the fish. So praying to God in our low places help us find the true goodness of God. We can actually see what God can do for us. We actually see how God can carry us through. We actually see, you know, just, just the true nature of God. And then we begin to see that his way are better than our way. Um, to is though, like I said, after Jonah's prayer within the, within the fish, and he was actually put on to the land of Nineveh, he, and he began to actually follow the callings of what God has done, or what God has called him to do. He begins to see that doing God's way and plan was better than trying to flee and run away from God. So, and it just, just goes back into, uh, like, remind us that, you know, it's going to become different paths that we come across within our life. And it's going to be different direction that God may tell you, like, look, I need you to go. I mean, if you use Pastor Charlie's story, he said, I need you to go to Baltimore. He checked Delaware. He checked all these things as far as where he wanted to plant the church at. Um, and God calls you to a certain city or a place. You pretty much need to follow, follow that and, and get there. And a lot of times, instead of trying to find excuses on why it's not good to go there, you know, we kind of need to r- r- try to be like, I-, I would say, I mean, Isaiah, as far as in the book of Isaiah uh, 6, 8. He said, then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and whom will and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. Uh, we just really need to be that that Isaiah of like, Lord, I'm here. Um, I, I, I'm for you. I want to work for your kingdom. I want to um, do your goodness and your, and your work. So send me. I am ready to do what you called me to do. We have to have that boldness to, to, to stand and start to work towards God's plan on what he has um, for all of us. And then this goes back to, um, so if we, if we answer God and, and serve him in the best capacity, best capacity as we can, then it will help our journey within him and our life a little easier. So, um, then I want to go to the next slide. So it said, why do children follow their parents' instructions? And I brought this up to where those like, um, it's like whenever, you, whenever a parent tells a child to do something, they'll, they'll pretty much carry it out and do it. Now, they complain that's something different, but they'll carry it out and do it. <laughs> um, but why do you think that is? And then it reminds me that children, it reminds me that their parents' acts 
But it, re it reminds me that the parents, the, the children follow their parents' instructions so willingly because they trust their parents will not lead them astray. They trust that their parents um, will not send them somewhere that would cause to that downfall. It, it, they, 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 they have faith in their parents that what they, without what they are stating is, is, I mean, correct. So I say sometimes we need to pretty much get back to a child's mindset and following God's instructions for us. Um, God will not lead us astray. God gave us the Holy Spirit to guide us, to, to, to keep us on his path. Um, running from God is only creates chaos in your life. Um, and I put up uh, 1 John three seventeen. Say, dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who does not what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. As far as like, um, we need to go back to that the, the children mindset of just following God, as if I mean, to the child follow the, the, the parents anyway, because we know God would not lead us astray. We know God would not um, leave us out there to fail. We know God would not um, just cause. Yeah, lead us astray. So, um, so, but in order for us to become uh, children, in order for us to become children of God, we have to pretty much accept Christ is the very first step in um, us becoming children of, of God. We pretty much need to accept Christ as our Savior and our Lord. Um, and that, that's, that's the first beginning of the step. And... So, yeah, <laughs> so my key points, uh, key points for the sermon on this on this morning was just pretty much don't run from God. Um, every, uh, running from God can only just create more chaos in your life. Uh, fleeing from him can just make your journey longer for him. Uh, following God's plan is better than your own plan. Uh, God's ways is better than our ways. His his um, knowledge is better than our knowledge. So we just need to continue to follow his plan and. Keep him in the forefront of our mind. Uh, run to God. So instead of running away from God, we need to run to God. We need to be that Isaiah. We need to stand up and say, God, here I am. Send me. Um, and then the last point, like God just will never lead you astray. He would, he would always keep you on his path of righteousness. He will always order your steps in the way you need him to go. He will always have the Holy Spirit guide you to what he wants you to do within his life. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's, the, that's the end. Be, be blessed. Amen. Amen.